We hope you enjoy listening to Once in a Blue Midnight podcast. Your host is Rachel Lawson, poet and author, the writer of the works you shall hear in this podcast. Life Beyond Death Hello Hope, welcome to the afterlife, said the Emperor of the Grim Reapers, greeting his dead first wife's mother's ghost. They were in his dingy little office in the other world. Blake, Angela, what are you two doing here? asked the ghost of his mother-in-law. Some men would have enjoyed the meeting, having the mother-in-law dead. Blake was not happy, nor was his new wife, who was his first wife reincarnated by fate. Blake broke the rules for me. He is the emperor of the underworld. I'm not supposed to be here, but I had to say my goodbyes, said Blake's second wife, Angela. Oh, that's nice of you, Blake, said Hope. We don't have long. Fate is coming soon, said Blake, who left them to talk alone. I'll wait outside. Moments later, Angela burst into the room in tears. Angel, what is wrong? asked Blake, embracing her. Mum, said Angela, sobbing. What? asked Blake, moving away from her and dashing to the door. He opened it to find hope was gone. Angel, what happened? Blake asked his wife. We were talking and she suddenly disappeared like she was teleporting. And she was gone, said Angela, who followed him. That's impossible, Blake said. I know a man who can explain this. A dark portal opened. Come with me, Angel, said Blake. They entered the portal and appeared in the halls of time, a place out of time, out of space, out of that dimension. Hello, Mum and Dad. I was waiting for you, said the man who lived there. He was the immortal alien known as the Timekeeper who saw the future and the past in a pond, like a gypsy would a crystal ball. Hello, boy, Blake said. Where is she? asked still crying Angela. She's fine, said the timekeeper, looking worried. How? said Blake. She's alive again, and well again, said the timekeeper. Alive? How? Did fate reincarnate her? asked Blake. No, said the timekeeper. Then how? asked Blake. The necromancer brought her body back to life, said Tempest, the timekeeper. Lance, why? asked Angela. Confused. did it for you, um, he knew how much you missed her, 
like Dad did, said Tempus. What's wrong then? I know that look, said Angela. She lives again, said Tempus. Why is that wrong? asked his mother. Her death was meant to be, said Tempus. Oh, another fixed point in time, eh? Blake said. Yes, said Tempus. What do we do now? asked Blake. You need to go back in time and stop him bringing her back, said Tempus, not wanting to say it. Why can't she live? asked Angela, devastated at the thought of losing her mum again. Time will be broken, I saw. It, said Tempus. What does that mean? asked Angela. All time has become one moment after the break. We have been sheltered here. All things are occurring in one moment now, said Tempus. Oh, Blake said, wondering if he was lying. Look in the pool of time to see I'm not lying, Dad, said Tempus, reading his dad's mind. In the pool, all they saw was a billion things occurring in that moment, including the end of existence. Oh my God, said Angela, seeing it. You see, said Tempus. We do, said Blake aghast. Take the portal over there, said Tempest, pointing out. One of a million. Blake led the way. I wish we didn't have to do this, said Angela, as she and Blake stepped in the portal. Me too, said Tempest, angrily splashing the water of the pool time. They were gone. Lance, cried Angela, seeing her son, the necromancer. He was kneeling and cradling her mother's head off the ground by her grave. Mum? Lance, not sure why she was there. Boy, don't do it, Blake shouted. Don't do what? asked Lance. Bring her back, Blake said. You don't want the paperwork. Deal with it, said Lance, who saw his dad as a pin pusher. No, Blake snapped. That is all it is. Paperwork, nothing more, Lance said, frustrated. No, no, don't bring her back, pleaded Angela. I'm doing it for you, said Lance. I know, but we must let her go, Angela said, walking to him. We are all mortal. We only appear immortal. We can't bring back all we lose without unwanted side effects, said Blake. Angela knelt to her son's level. Let her go, said Angela. Lance dropped his lifeless grandmother's body and burst into tears. Angela hugged him. Angel, five minutes later, after Lance had left, Blake said, We have to go back. 
She looked in her mum's face one last time and whispered goodbye to her and cast a spell reburying her. They stepped into a portal and were gone. Through the cool, crisp air of the night rang the hoot of an owl. The moon shone down like silver on the grave of hope. There was a new inscription on it, glowing like silver in the light. She will live beyond her death in heaven. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. If you want to listen to more of my stories and poems, come back later to Once in a Blue Midnight podcast anytime.